listening to the Three Peak Strong Podcast. I'm Coach Mel. And I'm Coach Nina. Join us as we embrace the journey of connecting mind, body, and spirit in our community and beyond. Good morning, everyone. Uh, This is the Three Peaks Strong Podcast. I'm Coach Mel. And I'm Coach Nina. And we are here today um, to talk about some cool things when it comes to, like, kind of overdoing it. Uh, I think that we have all been in a, a life experience where we feel, you know, some things that uh, can create us, you know, extra soreness and, and stuff like that. Um, but our minds sometimes tell us just to keep going. <laughs> I don't know. Like, do you have that happen? Because sometimes my mind just goes, go, go, go. Sometimes I think my mind is trying to, like, kill my body. Because they are just so at odds with each other. My body is like the really nice, like, oh, girl, we need to rest and relax. And my mind is like that drill sergeant. Yeah. You know? yeah. Just keep moving. You know, yeah, that kind right. of thing. So, right. Yeah, I get you. I get it. Yeah. And, and I think that um, uh, when it comes to the, the topic of overtraining, um, we can potentially have that sneak up on us without even paying attention if we're not paying attention. Yeah. So, um, like I was just sharing with you, like yesterday I chose not to work out. Mm -hmm. Um, number one, because you told me not to. (laughs) Um, and she, y'all, she used the, she, she used the, as your coach, I'm telling you not to. (laughs) Um, so I listened to my coach um, Way to be coachable. Absolutely. I like You're, it. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But my reality was that I literally, for like four or five days, I've barely gotten any sleep. And I could start to feel like fuzziness in my eyes and I just not all there. I may have felt a little drowsy as I was driving yesterday coming That's in. That's not good. So I was reminded that, yes, my mind wanted to work out, uh-huh. but my body and, and my mind, actually, um, my subconscious <laughs> mind, I, I was not in a place where that would have been effective, wise, or um, helpful for, yeah. for me at and all. And maybe not even safe. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Um, now, did I hit the overtraining mark? Is that what I'm talking about? No. However, if I would have pushed and done that workout um, and let my mind uh, just go and yes I'm gonna push through I'm just I gotta get a workout in mm-hmm. I probably would be in a bit of a pickle today um, a lot of pain yeah. I have overtrained before um, it's very scary when you, when it hits you because you're like where did that come from right. and yet the signs were there for quite a while <laughs> we just didn't pay attention yeah, you just kind of shake it off, like, oh no, 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 that's that's nothing. Yeah, I gotta push I'm okay. through. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, have you overtrained? Um, yes, I have, and that was, gosh, there were a lot of factors surrounding it. So I think we can okay. touch on that. Like, yeah. it's not just a matter of coming to the gym too much. Like, mm-hmm. life right. affects it. And I was, you know, I was working a lot. I was yeah. just totally overdoing it, and then I was working out a lot, and then it was just kind of like this. Mm. I don't know, like this wall. Because I remember texting you like, I don't know what's going on. Like, yeah. I've got all this going on. And then it was just kind of like this aha of, oh, I've been overdoing it. Yeah. Like, way too much. Yeah. Way too much. Yeah. And, yeah, my, my first symptom is usually like, like the soreness and stuff we'll mention. But then I get sick. And for me, it's strep throat. 
Mm. Like that is my indicator. Yes, it is. Yep. Yep. You know it. I get strep throat and it's okay. What have I been doing? Right. And then I then I look back and I'm like, oh, if I was my client, I'd be mm. like, girl, what are you doing? Right. But you know, right. I'm myself and I'm stubborn and I just get the blinders on and go. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we are so similar, right? <laughs> we can just go, go, go and, and do these things. And then after the fact go, oh man, what's going on here? <laughs> but I think the awareness is key. Yeah. Right? I think it, if we can just be aware of like, like what's going on and, and, um, you know, as, as coaches, our goal is to obviously give that feedback to our, our athletes and our clients. And that's really important. And we err here on the side of conservative. Like we always err on that side. Yes. And so we're always going to suggest something based on kind of what our discernment and what we see. Sounds kind of funny, y'all, but we look at your eyes. Uh, I definitely look at your eyes and um, don't look at mine right now. <laughs> I can feel your eyes looking at me. But I was like, I look at, I look at the eyes and they tell me a lot. Um, and I'm not going to tell you what they tell me because I'm not going to tell you like my secrets, but, <laughs> but the goal is for, for you to listen to your coaches as well. Um, and especially if you don't know how to listen to your body, yeah. um, and being honest with yourself and honest with, with, uh, your coaches is key. The long-term goal, um, for us moving and working out and doing life is, is to continue working out, moving and doing life. Yeah, right? exactly. Without having to end up yeah. in a nursing home when you're older. Exactly. I mean, ultimate goal. Feel so, good forever. Yeah. If that's our goal, yeah. um, then there are some warning signs that we should pay attention. Um, and, and for me, it's, it's uh, I had a goal, uh, pretty, pretty like, like, I'm doing this, right? Yeah. And, um, and I just started training hard, mm-hmm. um, like overdoing it. I know I was overdoing it and under eating calories, mm-hmm. big time. That's um, a recipe for disaster, y'all. Just so yeah. You know. Oh yeah, like it, it's like I I literally was headed down a path immediately mm-hmm. of like this is not going to go well, mm-hmm. and whatever reason in my selfishness, I wanted, I thought that you know how I'm gonna I'm gonna get this goal met. Well, the reality is, is that I ended up having like some, some serious hormonal issues come out of that because, um, goals are good. Training is awesome, but there was a lot of stress that was popping up underneath. Right. There was a lot of underlying stuff that I was also dealing with. A lot of, you know, lack of sleep. Um, like I said, under eating, um, this, this desire to reach these goals, above taking care of like some other things that really needed my attention. Um, and then when a major stress did happen, I like hit the wall of all walls and that was it. Yeah. Like, it, it was really ugly and it's been, mm, so it's July right now. Well, let's just, <laughs> let's just be honest. It's been about six months of trying to climb back up. Yeah. It laid you out. Absolutely. You were yeah. toasted. It, it laid me out, and, and the hormonal issues that I was experiencing were because I had put, um, I had put, number one, I had put my body in a really huge deficit for a long period of time. My stress levels were 
we're writing on an ultra high level for a long period of time and um, the pressure that I put on myself was incredible yeah then um, lack of sleep more stress that just you kind of see how this is yeah. building and then you know you know having the loss of a dear a dear client it literally took me under like yeah. and and I'm that personality where I want to help I want to help I want to help mm -hmm. but um, that the biggest lesson I've ever learned in my life is that I cannot help others unless I literally put on my own oxygen mask yeah. right I was just talking to you about that when I got in today so like uh, overtraining or overdoing it those that verbiage it looks different um, but there are some like red flags yeah, so that I think we need to be aware of what are those warning signs that like if this happens to you and you know I guess maybe differentiate too between yeah. like what is overtraining warning sign and what might might just be normal or you know getting back into it kind yeah, of thing absolutely what do you see so when um, when we are hitting that point, I think it was a couple of years ago, I, um, there's an overdoing it. Uh, we call it overreaching. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when we are, tr let's just look at, at the training aspect of it, understanding, okay, so the stresses that we go through, lack of sleep, all that stuff does make a difference. So um, that's all there. But when it comes to training, when um, we hit the overreaching mark, there's some things that will come up. So um, overreaching is when um, we start to notice, hey, you know, like I I'm really starting to be a little bit more tired than normal or eh, I'm just, you know, I'm kind of feeling sluggish or, um, you know, I didn't get a couple good night's sleeps. Mm -hmm. um, and you start to notice there's little things. There's not a lot. It's not like this big red, you know, like warning, warning that goes <laughs> off, but it's, it's when you're, you're working out so much, um, good or bad, that your body starts to overreach. Now, um, is that a bad thing? Uh, in a perfect world, maybe not, mm -hmm. because, you know, like maybe your stress isn't high. Maybe yeah. you are training for a marathon, yeah, and you have a perfect diet, you get you know, 10 hours of sleep a night, yeah. um, you're, you know, maybe you're catching, okay? So you're recovering well. If you Absolutely. recover well, it's a lot easier yeah. to train hard and consistently. Absolutely. You're, you're not going to hit that. You, you are overreaching a little bit, but you're recovering, mm -hmm. and that helps you reset for the next day. Um, the soreness level of your body, when you start to overreach and cross that threshold of overreach into overtrain, the soreness level starts to go downhill where it's not just sore um, that that happens for a day or two after a workout, but it's like it kind of lingers. Yeah. Okay. So that soreness level is starting to go up. Um, you can have some brain fog that just starts to like kind of reside and, and hang out. Mood swings. Um, can begin, um, but it's not. That's not going to be looking like that for everyone. So mm -hmm. the biggest thing for me was um, starting to notice that you know the soreness level a day or two was a little bit more than just soreness. Mm -hmm. It was like ah, this is this is kind of like deeper. Yeah, it feels like it's deeper into you know, and and that's when people that maybe don't have an um, a knowledge about musculature would say oh I hurt myself okay okay so I hurt myself because I'm feeling it deep in there yeah well 
y'all, I, I have been deeply uh, feeling aches and pains, and it is, I did nothing. Mm-hmm. You can, I've had clients literally <laughs> wake up and go, oh my gosh, my shoulder hurts so bad. What did, you, what did you do the day before? Nothing. I didn't do anything. Yeah. I just woke up like this. That doesn't mean you injured yourself. It just means something else is going on. Um, so that, that initial like, hey, these, these pains aren't necessarily going away. Um, they're lasting a little bit longer. Or there's little tweaks that you happen. Like I tweaked my knee. I, mm-hmm. I'm doing this. So I was running and I, you know, like this just kind of, I started feeling a little pain and twinge here. Yeah. So those pains and twinge are like your warning signs yeah. in that overreaching. Um, when you cross that threshold into overtraining, it's where it's now it's like, okay, now I'm, I, I, can, I can't straighten my arms. Uh-huh. I, like, I, can, I cannot wake up. I'm constantly, you know, like black under the eyes. Don't look at my eyes. <laughs> I feel <laughs> sleepy all the time. Yeah. Yeah, the fatigue is really, really bad. Yeah. Um, some people, and myself included, when I've gotten to that overtraining mode, um, I can feel a sickness. Like I feel yeah. um, nauseated. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've ever experienced like being exhausted. Like, like when our babies were little, we probably had that, right? Yeah. Where it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I feel so sick. Yeah. That, for no reason, is is like a big red flag. Mm-hmm. And when we get to that point where, yeah, I got six hours of sleep, or I've had some people tell me, and I'm even guilty of it too. Well, yeah, I get four about four or five hours of sleep a night oh that's not enough sleep for your body to recover to uh, deal with life stress uh, a schedule that's crazy it's not it's enough not. rest i could pull out some studies for you to show you another podcast they're Let's really bad it's bad <laughs> yeah. it is uh-huh. um so so that actually we should probably do a podcast on sleep yeah definitely. definitely um but those that fatigue and that feeling worn out and drained um that is like you're already in that. You're you're in that overtraining mode. So that's like yellow zone. Yeah. So like normal is green. Yeah. That's what I'm I'm seeing in my mind. Like yeah. Overreaching is like yellow. Mm-hmm. Things you could get back to green you if could. you recognize it and you you know take some steps in that direction. Definitely. But you can progress to red very quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. So the progression to red happens when, and this is just from my experience. It's usually an outside stressor mm-hmm. that literally gets thrown on your plate that you're not expecting, and, and maybe you take a couple days off from the gym, but then it doesn't go away. Mm. Well, the reality was is because you were set up two months ago or you know uh, two weeks ago, whatever it was, with your body being so worn down and drained anyways that um, this one stressor is just took you under. Yeah. And a lot of people think, okay, so if I just um, if I just get a little bit extra food or, or sleep or whatever, I'll be good to go to start again. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's not the truth. Um, when when people do like marathons, um, I'll have to get the statistics. I can't remember, but it's something like for every um, for every mile or no, for every hour that they've done that marathon, I think they need like. A, 10 to 20 hours of rest wow. post. And so it's it's like that's a long time. Mm-hmm. And rest after the intensity and the you know draining of the body on something like a marathon mm-hmm. is 
is not necessarily not doing anything. I'm not asking you to sit. You don't want to just sit and do nothing. But it's not going into that overtraining, overreaching mode or whatever you're in and and doing the intensity stuff. Mm -hmm. It is looking at, okay, I'm going to need to get more sleep because my body is tired. Um, it's, it's the, it's, it's literally thinking about, Hey, I'm kind of snappy with my family. Like, Ooh, I gotta take a step back here and take care of myself. Look at some mental, um, clarity, Mm -hmm. um, thinking about taking care of, you know, some self care is, is important. And a lot of us just forget about that stuff. And we just, well, I gotta get the gym because I'm, you know, the gym, I've heard this for years. The gym is where I take out all my stresses. Okay, you take out the stress of life, you take it out by being in the gym. Great, awesome. However, if you are not the person that has the capacity to understand the level of stress that your body is currently at, you're gonna not only overreach and go into that overtraining mode, you're gonna hurt yourself. Yeah. That's where you're gonna get injured. Yeah. And then an injury is way more difficult to come back from and it can mess with our mind more. So it's this huge cycle that can really just jack things up for us. Mm-hmm. So um, when we hit that overtraining mode and, and we're in that place where we're fatigued, worn out, the soreness is um, you know, more than just soreness, um, people in your mind you'll think, you know, I, I must be injured, I got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, you may not be like injured like you think. Injured for me is, you know, I broke my leg. <laughs> I, yeah. I, tra- I sprained my ankle. Like there is a real thing that happened here. Yeah. Um, your body in a safe overtraining mode, if there is such a thing, um, is, is yelling at you because you need to listen. Yeah. And I highly recommend, you might have a different experience, but I highly recommend um, looking immediately at the sleep that you're getting because that's where our body recovers Mm -hmm. is when we're sleeping and then looking at our hydration and our food Mm -hmm. immediately um and notice i didn't say get back into the gym that next day i just said look at your sleep yes (laughs) look at your food look at your water um those are really important um because that's what that's where it is and that's all outside the gym walls yeah all of it so it's 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 a scary thing when you overtrain. Um, I agree. And I think some people, like I said, some people think, oh well, it's just gonna, you know, I'll just get a little extra sleep and I'll feel better. Mm-hmm. No, you could get perfect sleep for the next two weeks and still feel like you got hit by a truck. Yeah, and I'll have to say from my own experience, sometimes when you are overtraining, mm-hmm. it's hard to sleep. Mm. It's way hard to sleep. I know. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking, when I overtrain, I get really clumsy, and I hurt yeah. myself that mm-hmm. way. Like, mm-hmm. So I smashed my hand one time, and I couldn't do anything, so I made myself take a week off from, like, really, like, anything that I had to grip anything, because I couldn't. Sure. And you had me, like, focus more on, you know, like, walking and active recovery and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but I noticed the more, like, the farther away from like the hard hard pushing pushing workouts that Mm -hmm. I was making myself do the better I slept Mm -hmm. and I like after a week before you know the end of that week I think I did two weeks actually because I was texting you this is killing me I have to Mm -hmm. do something but a weekend I was sleeping like I Mm. haven't slept in a long time so pay attention to your sleep I mean if you're not getting good sleep consistently it might just be that you are overdoing it and your body is just not able to relax Mm -hmm. and sink Mm -hmm. into that good recovery mode. Yeah. And you might need to 
you know, maybe work out a little bit less yeah. or go like pull back on that intensity. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we had talked about like Ian, my husband, he's mm-hmm. found four days a week. Yeah. That's his goal. And that's what feels good for him. Right. Cause if he does more, like he feels it Yeah, in a not good way. And would you say, and this is just what I've noticed when, when he is, and poor guy can't, can't be here to like defend himself if we're wrong. <laughs> but, but when I've noticed that, you know, he's had a long week mm-hmm. on call and mm. he has been working and pulled Super or it's been deprived. a higher, yeah, higher stress level, um, more emotional pull, um, on what he does outside the gym. Cause yeah. he has a very emotionally draining job. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Um, but the lack of sleep and then just the emotion of it. I mean, granted, there's no training that's happening inside the gym walls at that point. But he comes in, and his ability to push is not going to be the same as if he was fresh, rested, feeling no. energized, feeling happy, hydrated, whatever it is. And so he he does a really good job at, like, um, how do I say this? He does not need you to yell and cheer for him, to push him. Oh, no. He, he's kind of like... Uh, I almost, it's like I could see the bubbles coming out of his head and the, like the little comments coming out when I had encouraged him. He'd be like, I am Mel. Yeah. Just, just leave it alone. You know, I'm doing what I got to do. <laughs> and, and like, I, I can see that stuff cause he's done a very good job at knowing like, no, this is as much as I have right now. Yes. And this is good enough. I've never really seen him try to push a level, um, that is beyond the capacity that he should because no, he recognizes I want to come in and move. Mm-hmm. And so that's what that's what's really important for our minds is sometimes to be, I got to get in here and move. I want to be able to move and, and uh, work out and what have you. But like he has pulled back on that intensity piece. And we've mm-hmm. talked several podcasts and we just talk about all the time about how, you know, it doesn't have to be an RX and you can keep the intensity down and you can scale everything. You can do all that stuff so you can just still move, which yeah. is really good for our minds. Um, and feel like in our bodies, so maybe we just need to move a little bit. Right. Right. And we just like the community uh-huh. and the group atmosphere. So we, that's why we come here to, to, to work out together. Walking by yourself is boring. It's just, it, it really is. It really is. So we can scale those things, but we have to be willing to um, kind of humble ourselves a little bit, I think. If you don't have the capacity like Ian does to go, this is <laughs> the week I've had, yeah. the lack of sleep or the number of donuts that I've had. (laughs) (laughs) He does love donuts. If you don't have that capacity to be honest with yourself, you at least need to, to look at your coaches and go, this has been a rough week. Mm -hmm. And immediately just let them know this has been a rough week. So we can go, I can tell like what's going on. Let's, let's scale you. Um, because granted we can't read your mind. No, we can only, um, but we do have some discernment that goes off when you walk in this gym and it's like, hmm, something's off here. Oh yeah. Just a warning. Mel and I are pretty good at reading energy. Yeah. Like when you come in mm-hmm. and you try to tell us one thing, we were like, mm, no. okay, my spidey senses tell me differently. Right. But so we appreciate it when you guys communicate with us Oh yeah. because we want you to get, we want you to get a great workout Absolutely. and we want you to feel great later we don't we don't want to kill you no i want you to like not curse every time you have to sit down like yeah Yeah. you know yeah so because working out is 
to move better forever. Like yeah, that's what we it's do. It's not punishment. No, no. But you have you do have to be willing to say something. Yeah. And it's been a rough, you know, this has been a rough day. Or yeah. you know, maybe you got that one phone call right before you walked in the gym walls that, you know, mentally you're like not in the place you were ten minutes prior. Right. It's okay. Yeah, and to, you can always pull that. us aside too. Yeah. Like if you don't, if you don't want to tell us in front of everyone, yeah. like, hey, pull us aside and yeah, let us know. We don't need the like the hour, the hour explanation. I mean, granted, because we have class to do, but we do yeah. need like, hey, I'm feeling really off today. Yeah. Um, my mind says I can't do all of this. Um, I have not sleeping or I'm not eating or whatever. You know. Can I still move today but not have that? And we will scale you and we will decrease the intensity and we will actually yeah. push you back and tell you, you know, I want you to, if you've ever heard me push somebody, I'd be like, all right, pick up the bar, you know, count to three and pick up the bar. We'll do the opposite with you. We'll be like, yeah. you need to count to 15 and then pick up the bar. Yeah. We're going to slow you down on yeah. purpose because, again, your mind will start to take over and you want to go back into that push. No. We have no problem and we love that you want to push, but... Not every time is the yeah. day to push. Sometimes you're at 50%. And it's okay. Yeah. Just kind of write it out. And yeah. It's, Im- it's important to listen to your body, though, and, yeah. and, uh, and to, to take that step back. Um, I, but I, I think coming in is important. Wouldn't you say? I mean, like, that's, like, that's Absolutely. where the community, like, it's, that's, that's for me, personally, yeah. when I'm, I will naturally seclude myself <laughs> when I'm in a high-stress situation. Yes. So if I make a step to come in, it's because I know that it's what I need to do to be around people mm-hmm. that will be encouraging and uplifting. Notice that I said nothing about pushing really hard yeah. and RXing a workout or lifting super heavy weights. Um, I just want to, I just want to be around people mm-hmm. and that make me feel happy. Yeah. And that right there does a lot for our mind and our body and our spirit as well. So, Absolutely. you know, hitting that, recognizing where you're at is important. So, and I've heard this on several different podcasts. I'm sure you have it as well. When you have careers that require you to work different hours and um, high stress situations, we're talking nurses, especially ER nurses yeah. and um, EMTs, firefighters, police officers. When you're in those kind of fields, um, the community aspect is really important for you. Moving is really important for you, but you're gonna have to learn how to communicate um, if you don't understand how to um, make those decisions yourself with, hey, I'm not at 100% here, um, because if you don't, you are at a much higher likelihood of hurting yeah. yourself. Um, so when you're working out, maybe you haven't gotten sleep, um, maybe you've been high stressed or what have you, and maybe you don't have a lot of warning signs, but you come in and you could have like great form. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden after the workout, you're like, man, my back is killing me. I don't know what I did. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe nothing. Maybe you did nothing, but maybe your body and your central nervous system are shot right now. And your body is, this is your, this is your like yellow. Hey, we're in the yellow. Like we're pushing into the red here. Yeah. And it happened a lot quicker than maybe um, it will happen for other people because you are already in a drained position. Mm-hmm. So when you when we're talking about overtraining, overreaching, we're not just talking about the physical aspect and physical training. We're talking about that full picture of you know you're doing in life like you are spread so thin mm-hmm. that um, 
yeah, it's, it's, it's a disaster waiting to happen. Um, so it's learning how to communicate, I think. Um, learning how to recognize that yellow mark. I like that yeah. you did that green, yellow, red. Yeah, That's pretty good. <laughs> that may, it may create a document <gasps> now. Oh, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I like that stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, but to be able to kind of go, okay, I'm hitting in this range. Um, should I still work out? Yes, you can still come in. You can still move. We may end up having you just row. Yeah, and that's okay. There is nothing wrong with just coming in and rowing, or that still you know, gets things going. Decreasing the intensity, mm -hmm. getting you to move a little bit is good. It's it's more of an active recovery mentality is what mm -hmm. we would put you into. But if you're, you know, I've got to go ninety miles an hour all the time, you're gonna hit a brick wall. And it's not fun to be peeled up off that brick wall. No, it's not. We can tell you from experience. like <laughs> It's not pretty. It's not pretty. Uh, there's a little, like, defibrillation that almost needs to happen. Yeah. Uh, Come back now. Come back to us. Yeah, it's you not really good. Want. It's not good. Yeah. So, um, Do you have any other thoughts on, on this topic? No, not right now. Cool. I'm sure later I will. Cool. Yeah, yeah, right after the fact. Yeah. When we listen to the podcast ourselves. Oh, yeah. yeah. We should have said this, yeah. So the, the important thing here in remembering this is just to, to, to stop a minute, I think, and think about where you're at. Mm -hmm. Think about, um, think about all, of the, all of the things in your life that could be pulling on you. Again, we are not saying to not come in and work out. Yes, come in and work out. We know that you need that. But we're also saying be honest with yourself. Think about how much sleep you got. It's not about how much weight you lift. It's literally about keeping you moving forever and, and just be happy with where you're at right now because mm -hmm. this is a process. And, uh, and if you are always looking for the, I need to do better, I need to do better, I need to do better, you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself and you're not taking into consideration just everything else that happens in life and is going on in life. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, for those of you that uh, would like to you know, really like go deeper with this. Um, I highly recommend just, you know, scheduling a time to just talk with, with the coach here and yeah. maybe there's some other stuff going on that, um, we can help with, whether it's, you know, um, you need some help with your sleep or, you know, like you need some ideas or you kind of need that wake up call. Um, we are here to help. Yes. So, um, <laughs> uh, anyways, you guys have a fabulous day and we will chat soon. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for listening to the three peaks strong podcast. If you found any of this podcast helpful, we'd love for you to share it with your friends and family and leave us a five star review. 